Welcome to By Its Cover Podcast, one marriage's journey through movie night using only the cover of movies found on streaming services. I'm your host, Bree. And I'm your other host, Kevin. And tonight we are watching a Hulu original called Palm Springs. Yes, we are. And Kevin, do you want to do this or do you want me to? Uh, you know, I'll take it. I'll okay. take it there. Uh, so first off, I should say, we know it's got Andy Samberg. Yep. So nine, 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 nine. Okay. A little out. Dial it down. Sorry. Uh, Kristen Milioti. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I said that right. And I don't recognize her. Okay. And J Jonah Jameson himself, JK Simmons. Did you just nerd a little? I could have also called him uh, commissioner James Gordon. I thought he was. Was he in Spider-Man and Batman? Yes, he was. Cool. Yeah, he's he is one of those few celebrities that have crossed over into both universes. Whoa. Like Ryan Reynolds. Okay, cool. Yeah, fun facts. All right, so this movie's got a tagline. It says, live like there's no tomorrow. Okay. So that's interesting. And then what we see is, uh, it looks like it's in the, the desert. Probably, I'm going to assume the desert uh, between California and like feels like the between California and Nevada. Okay. Uh, There's a little plane in the background. Uh huh. There's uh, the stretcher road and it goes into the vanishing point, but it's not a stretch of road itself. It's a pool. It looks like uh, one of those wraparound lazy river pools. Yeah. Like an infinity pool type deal. Yeah. Uh, And then we have Andy Samberg and I'm assuming Kristen Milioti. Yep. Sitting in floatable blow ups. Yep. The donuts sipping on some sodas. And then there's a sign that says. uh, It looks like goat. I thought it was a cow. cow. Uh, Like caution. Like Um, a cow crossing. Yeah. And it it, then uh, the it says a Hulu original film and then Palm Springs in some fun little 80s font with some pastel colors in it. It's like the silk stockings font, but um, like a faded uh, pastel color range. Uh, and also, if you zoom in a little bit more, it almost looks like a unicorn, not a cow. Um, agree to disagree. But, okay. you know, you go, you do you. You can <laughs> maybe it's a unicorn cow, a countercorn. A countercorn. Because <laughs> I was going to say a unicow would be, I think, a cow with one udder. Yeah. That'd be a bull. Uh, oh. <laughs> oh, dad joke. Oh. Uh. Looks like this thing went to Sundance. Well, yes, the movie was screened at Sundance. It didn't travel there. That's not where the road goes. I, I, <laughs> <laughs> oh, hyper literal cabin. Okay, Kevin, what do you think this movie's going to be about? You know, I'm going to go out on a limb here and I'm going to say end of the world. Ooh. Just because of the live like there's no tomorrow. Okay. Um, I I associate Palm Springs with um old people vacations. So, and I, I will let you know I've been slightly spoiled a little bit on this movie. I know there's a wedding in it. You know there's a wedding in it. Okay. Honestly, this looks like a rom com, so most of those could have weddings in them like that i think that's an accurate way to pitch any <laughs> rom-com rom-com it's like <laughs> there will be a wedding there will also be i'm gonna assume a miscommunication that could have easily been resolved if somebody would have talked and listened <laughs> and then characters are going to conveniently forget the cell phones exist i i have to tell you i i'm actually excited to see this movie and you know me i'm not i'm actually i don't care to watch comedies no you don't like funny things um well i like you and you're funny you know, when you say that and then you don't like anything else funny, it makes me just wonder if I'm either the exception to your rule or if I'm just confirming it. Like there is no exception to the rule and no, I no, just no. have doubts. So I can appreciate comedy. It's just not my primary thing I seek out. Oh, see, comedy is my love language. I, I know. That's why I do a podcast with one of the funniest people I know. Oh, Stop. And that will be airing on Thursdays. Oh, stop. <laughs> with my other host. <laughs> uh, but I'm a huge fan of Andy Samberg, um, mainly from Brooklyn Nine-Nine. 
I was going to say, <laughs> uh, like, I really love him in Hot Rod. He's kind of hit or miss for me. Like, I really enjoyed Hot Rod. Um, I really enjoyed Brooklyn Nine-Nine. I've heard good things about Pop Star, but I've never been able we to do track need to it watch down. That, yeah. But, you know, like, I didn't love, I don't love some of the other things he's done. Okay. Like, I didn't love him. There's only one SNL sketch that I absolutely adore him in. Oh, yeah. That I make you watch, like, once a month. Oh, the dear sister, the shooting one. You say, yeah. do, 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 do. And they just keep shooting each other. Yeah. yeah. Uh, because I am a child. Is Shia LaBeouf in that? No, no, I don't think Who's so. The, there's there's a celebrity in that. I can't remember. I just remember Andy Samberg in it. OK. And Bill Hader. Yes. Maybe that's the celebrity you're thinking. No, no. I think Shia I LaBeouf, don't like Bill Hader. I think Shia LaBeouf is the cop. That, one of the cops that comes in. I, but I don't remember. Sounds like we're going to have to watch yeah. it again. <laughs> Sounds like it's time for a rewatch. Um, yeah, this one actually, you know, it's weird. It doesn't feel like there's a ton of stuff for me to guess. Like, I, I feel like there's going to be a lot of things that as I listen to or as I watch, it'll be like, oh, this was a reference to this. This is this sort of thing. But there's not a ton that gives me like a plot feel to it. Like, so my sister watched this last night and she did spoil a part for it okay what didn't she spoil so we know there's a wedding did she also tell you that like it ends with a kiss i'm not gonna tell you what the spoiler is but you've gotten really close in some of the words you've used to knowing the spoiler yeah it's a romantic comedy they all follow like the same six tropes nope but that's okay. okay. All right. Well, I'm right. You're wrong. I am a little annoyed now that like the whole premise of these, we go in blind and you're just like, but <laughs> what if I th- don't this two time? things I know about this movie. <laughs> yeah. The beginning and the end. Uh, like, <laughs> um, I'm still excited to watch it uh, because it looks colorful. <laughs> it looks colorful. You're basing that purely. On- Listen. Oh, wait. I was going to say you're basing that purely on its cover. And I was like, that's what? literally what we're here for. What podcast are you on, Kevin? <laughs> you just hand clapped. Yeah, oh, I hand clapped myself. So it was like I was actually giving myself a high five for my <laughs> ingeniousness. Uh, no, I can't believe I forgot the premise of my but own here's show. Here's the thing: like we've been cooped up in the Pacific Northwest for a long time. Oh no, shit! And this has been an, an unreasonably like it's been so murky, dreary like, summer. It's summer, and it's not summer. We've barely seen the sunshine. Not like, that we not that we go out in it a ton, like, but we like it as an option. Yeah. We like to know it's available if we, we choose. We just haven't had that. And so I'm really craving like a a beach situation right now. And I'm kind of hoping we're gonna get some beachness to this. Cause I would love to live vicariously through a movie and hear some ocean. I'm gonna real talk. I don't know. I don't know if I know where Palm Springs is. It's in California, I know that. Yeah, but it's by the ocean, isn't it? Well, yeah, I think so. Okay. I just, I'm not. Google it real quick and I'll keep talking. Um, I'm a huge fan of the 80s color scheme that they've put on this. It's not ostentatious, but like the floaties are neon orange and neon pink. And he's got kind of like a Hawaiian shirt on. And they both have like these. 80s style sunglasses going on so i'm kind of hoping this gets set back in the 80s you think so i yeah i would maybe i'm a i'm a friggin idiot do you ever know those things where you like you you looked it up and you were so excited to learn something and then you immediately are like that was the most obvious thing i could have learned tell me more because i i was i googled palm springs yeah. first i it, it went defaulted to the movie and i was like i don't want that so I typed in Palm Springs, California, and then it was immediately taken away with like, there's a lot of fucking palm trees in this. <laughs> so, yeah, that was the most useful Google image search. I found out Palm Springs, uh, a lot of palms spring up from it. <laughs> um, is it on the ocean? Uh, It looks like it's kind of. Why didn't you Google Maps it, honey? Because I wanted pictures. Like, it wasn't a well-laid plan. I just, I didn't anticipate to be so surprised. It is not by the ocean. Oh, geez. It's it's, not at all by the ocean. It's quite a bit away from an ocean, actually. (laughs) Turns out Palm Springs right next to Palm Desert. 
Whew, we are getting a geography lesson here today. It is not that far away from Salton Sea, though. I wonder how I'm going to do a I'm going to do a directions to San Diego and see how far it is away. San Diego. It's pronounced San Diego. It's two hours. It's two hours. OK, uh, this has been how far are things from San Diego? The <laughs> podcast where we tell you how far things are away from San Diego at any given moment. Let's see how far away it is from Irvine. That looks more like a, a straight shot. How about Temecula? I don't think Temecula is as close to the ocean. as. No, I just wanted to see. Okay, so <laughs> it's an hour and a half away from Irvine. Yeah, it's it's a ways. Uh, so, yeah, this I if this is going to end up being like a California movie that I, I don't know why I have like a bias against it already because of that. But it's just, if I get a lot of California surfer bro language from the 80s, like if somebody's doing a Polly Shore character, I'd be very frustrated. I put in the Pacific Ocean as the other destination and it says can't find a way there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Most people don't drive in the ocean. Brie. <laughs> Not to the dead center of the ocean. You can't do it. It turns out. <laughs> but then again, I am talking down to you and I'm the man that was surprised by Palm Springs having palm trees. <laughs> hey, we're both surprised it's not on the ocean. <laughs> yeah. Oh goodness! I'm trying, to, I'm trying to think. It's like if you know, Mount Snoqualmie didn't have a mountain. You know, <laughs> like, holy shit! Where'd that come from? You guys should name a town after it. <laughs> oh man! But then again, you get Rainier, Washington, which like is nowhere near Mount Rainier. Yeah. So can they see Rainier from? Mount Rainier from Rainier. Then? I don't know because uh, every time I've been to Rainier, Washington, my immediate thought was, "Oh Beer. shit, I need to get out of Rainier, Washington." <laughs> so I wasn't looking for a mountain; I was looking for an escape route. I feel like somebody that doesn't know basic uh, geography or how you name things shouldn't really be judging. <laughs> Look, I just know if I pick one direction and stick to it enough, I will find my way out of any situation. That's just science. <laughs> Commitment. Yeah, there's no town that goes forever in one direction. <laughs> okay, so if I just always pick east, I'm set. Okay. Uh, you're telling me if I started walking out the store now and kept going east, I wouldn't end up outside of our town. I guess that's a good point. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You're welcome. I just solved geography. I I feel like I had Christopher Columbus geography. I'll just, I'll just go fucking west. <laughs> I'll, I'll hit something. <laughs> oh, honey. They'll stop me. Maybe try not to compare yourself to Christopher Columbus. I feel like that's the level of intelligence and navigation that I'm operating from, not moral compass. I have a better <laughs> one than that. I know you do. Like I I'm not looking to like go west and oppress someone. Oh, please, but, let's not. Yeah, no, I'm just saying I can escape whatever town I'm in by going west <laughs> unless it's on the Pacific Ocean. And then we've established there's no way to get there. According <laughs> you, to Googling. <laughs> you can't really walk in too far either. <laughs> so, yeah, I don't I don't have too many predictions for this movie. I, I mean, you. I think we found one that you can't finally Scooby do. Yeah. Unless there's a cow costume. Did your sister spoil that? Would she no. spoil cow issues? Although I will be really excited if there is a unicorn Wait, in this movie. Wait, did she spoil if there was a unicorn in this movie? No, uh-uh. That's not it. I was going to be so pissed if you just tried to drop that and be like, I'm so clever with my predictions. No, I uh-huh. predict a unicorn. I was thinking about telling you what that what no. she told me. No, And just Hi. playing it off like I'm a badass. But I chose not to. Oh, also. I've done that so many times. <laughs> no, I'm just messing with you. <laughs> I'm like better than you. Insanely accurate predictions for none of the movies that we've had. <laughs> All right, Kevin, let's go watch us a movie. Let's go check it out. And we are back having just finished up Palm Springs. Freak, got to ask, what'd you snack on? I had some Starbursts. I had some Starburst swirlies swirlers <laughs> Swear, rare swing in the mist from the starburst company um i don't know we did discuss that the tropical flavors not so great yeah yeah there were some i mean it's not like starburst is a perfect company um but yeah it was not not my 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 druthers it was not my pick yeah i i tried one and i didn't love it yeah 
So I had some backup Skittles. <laughs> and I had some actual backup Starburst. So we're yeah. good. <laughs> All right. I got the real thing. <laughs> yeah, the real artificial fruit flavoring candy <laughs> of choice. Uh, you didn't offer any to me, even though it was clearly marked share size. So. Right. Oh, you're not going to feel I'm, bad at all. Okay. I don't no, feel bad at all. <laughs> fine. No, it's whatever. You can pretend you're a good person still. All right. So we watched Palm Springs. Yep. Uh, don't know how this happened. First, I got to say, I have a beef with some YouTube advertising. Okay. Tell me why. Because like the minute we decided we were going to watch Palm Springs and recorded the intro, we went and did something and I watched you were going uh, to get ready to walk down to the store to grab snacks for the movie. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. And. I watched a YouTube video and immediately says like Palm Springs, this hit comedy reinvents Groundhog's Day. And I'm like, mother truckers, did we, <laughs> is this going to be a mother flipping time loop movie? And then it's like, yes. Yeah. And that's, uh, th that's the spoiler that I knew. I am. I want it said for the record. How does this podcast keep getting like looped into time loops? <laughs> Also, uh, when you're trying to only stay at home and not branch out and like expose other people or yourselves to uh, a dangerous virus, yeah, time loop movies are nightmares to watch. They as are people. pretty terrifying. You're like, oh, I feel what it's like to be in an unending loop where every day starts and ends the same. <laughs> cool. <laughs> These are way too relatable now. Um. So, uh. Yeah. Do you want to give an over? I mean, I don't even really feel like there's a, it's a time loop. So the same thing. It's, it's a time loop. Uh, yeah. It's set during the day of a wedding. I do have to say that the other time loop movie we watched, Triangle, uh, probably had just as many deaths as this one. Yeah. That one was just on screen. You know, it's amazing how uh, in a time loop movie, murder is always going to murder and suicides are always going to be a plot point in them. You know what? I I kind I kind of get it though because if there were absolutely no consequences then nothing would matter, which is what we talked about when we watched Triangle. Yeah. So maybe Yeah, but you, it, it's amazing how you can make them funny, right? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, JK Simmons becoming like a um torturist. I don't yeah. know if that's a word. Or torturer is the word torturist. I, it sounds like, fancier. It's like when they call old timey psychiatrists alienists. You're like, no, no, it's <laughs> not the. You were so wrong in I the words. That show was about supernatural stuff. No, honey bun. Oh, anyways, okay, so we've got. Um, <laughs> okay, so there's a couple things that I do. We even want to go over the plot. I think the plot is it's set during a wedding. Uh, Andy Samberg's character Niles is in a time loop and he act over kind of playing out his charming guy routine accidentally loops another character in like gets her she, yeah she gets there's a cave that you she, go in and you get caught in a time loop. she falls in the time loop too and it's the two of them uh along with jk simmons's character roy mm -hmm. uh the three of them all know they're in a time loop and they're repeating the same one day which is the wedding of Sarah Tala Tala is the sister okay. Sarah who is Tala's sister it's Tala's wedding day yep and as it goes through um we kind of see Sarah adjusting to the idea of the time loop whereas the others are all in or Niles and Roy have been in it for a while right Roy is angry at Niles for tricking him into the time or he feels tricking him into the time loop and so he spends his time hunting and stalking Roy. But or I'm I, sorry, hunting and stalking Niles. Every not every day though. Well, because it's an hour and a half drive. I actually Google Maps it how far it is from well, no, Irvine to Palm Springs. No, but here's the thing, Kevin. We actually when in the intro, we actually Googled I Googled how far Irvine was from yeah. um Palm Springs. And it's a 90 minute drive without traffic. It's an hour and a half. It's 90 minutes, which is funny because Roy actually lives in Irvine. Yes. And we Googled it before we even watched the show. Yeah. So I'm like, I mean, I'm I'm not going to 90 minutes commute there and back every day to murder a person. <laughs> uh, I don't know. That doesn't seem good for the environment, even if it's in the time loop. 
Though, then again, you could listen to every podcast that had been released up to that point. Thanks fine. for listening to us, Roy. Yeah, slash you could JK get, Simmons. He probably got caught up on all the back episodes of By Its Cover <laughs> several times over. <laughs> yes. Um, and then it it progresses with um uh, Niles and Sarah kind of having a, a relationship. Um Sarah kind of doing some personal growth. Niles is stuck perpetually in this. He's lived it through the time loop so many times that he just doesn't really care. Like he has lived in it so long that he forgot what he did for a job before being in it. So he'd been in it a really, really long time. Yeah. He, and I mean, he's what I liked is, um, so Groundhog's day is one of my favorite comedy movies. I really love it. Um, cause I think Bill Murray does great in it. Uh, there's a, there's a moment where you realize like, how long does he have to have gotten stuck in this time loop to have mastered those skills Uh that he shows? That same thing happens in this movie where they don't ever really address it. That it becomes a plot point at one point uh, mm-hmm. where Sarah teaches herself quantum physics and becomes like she's a fucking badass. She becomes a world's expert on fit quantum physics. Yep. And uh, but Niles, like there's little scenes where they allude to it, like where he can throw the water bottle behind him and he knows exactly where it's going. Yeah. Uh, he's perfect at playing darts, um, knows how to sh- pickpocket, things like that. There's yeah. like little skills that allude to like he's been in there so long that he's learned how to do these things. And he knows everybody else's movements. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, actually, the first time he meets Sarah is actually one of my more favorite scenes. Yeah. Because he perfectly inter- or flows through the dance. Yeah. Because he happening. knows like one guy's about to pass out. So he puts a chair down. And he dances in between two people that are doing like a routine. I mean, it was a really well done little um, thing where you can tell something's off about him before you even know that he's in the time loop. Yeah. Yeah. It was definitely interesting. And we find out like the rules of the time loop are such that they remember everything. Mm -hmm. They can still feel pain. And the time loop resets when they either fall asleep or go into the glowy portal. The cave. The cave that's got the timey wimey. Yep. Don't sue me. Uh, Doctor Who. Doctor Who. <laughs> uh, but, or if they die. Yeah, or if they die, which is just a longer sleep. Yeah. Um, but, you know, Niles, like, makes the point when uh, Sarah goes to kill herself for the first time. He's like, look, like, don't, we don't have to do it this way. Uh, and then he, like, braces himself so he dies quicker in the car accident. Yeah. And she doesn't quite figure it out. And he's like, oh, nothing's worse than dying in ICU, which you're like, oh, that had to have happened. Yeah. A couple of times. They both have like regrettable pasts. Mm -hmm. Niles is dating a woman that he does not like. She doesn't like him either. No. And let me tell you, um, it was a it's weird because the very first scene in the movie is Andy Samberg, like trying to get with Misty, his girlfriend. And it's a very awkward scene for me because I've just never really thought of Andy Samberg in le- as like a sexual being. And it's like they have sex. And He's then- married and he has a baby in Brooklyn Nine-Nine. I know, but him and Amy's relationship is just very sweet and Did calm. you just assume that was a test tube thing? I don't. <laughs> Actually, this brings me to one of my like weird phobias is like whenever I look at a child and I like see their parents, I'm like, oh, man, your parents did the nasty <laughs> Ew. Like, it just i can't handle it when somebody's like here hold my baby i'm like i do not want to like hold your fully cooked egg um <laughs> i just i can't i can't i can't handle that it's gross to me which is so weird but it's like it's just weird like when you see your parents and you're like oh oh no no <laughs> So anyways, it's a very awkward like scene and it's supposed to be awkward. And it's even more awkward when you realize like how many times has he had this exact same experience? Well, he has he has problems uh achieving fruition with his <laughs> his love conquest. We're censoring that for some reason. Uh and what we we find out is that one, uh he's lived this so many times this time loop. Yeah. And then two, the day always ends up with Misty cheating on him. Right. Um, so that's gotta be a real, real kick in the Nards. Kick in the jimblers. <laughs> Nards. High class. Uh throwing me back to sixth grade there. Uh so yeah, it's kind of this is a little bit trickier movie to talk about and really like dissect because it's a time loop movie. 
Yeah. I enjoyed it as a time loop movie. And because um, it, it does also doesn't let the time travel like bog you down too much. Right. It's not it. it I mean, it's terrifying in and of being like no consequences and nothing really matters, but it's not like existentially terrifying. Yes, exactly. It's not like you're actually getting murdered or being murdered. Well, and it's not one of those things where, um, yeah, like triangle or happy death day Mm -hmm. where, um, it's presented as necessarily. I love happy death day. So did I, I thought happy death day was great. If you haven't watched it, go watch happy death. Um, but this one to me was just like, uh, yeah, like, of all the worst case scenarios, which is a time loop pair, like time travel or time loop thing, it's not the worst one you could be in. Right. At least it's not in the middle of winter in uh, like Pennsylvania. Right. Like Groundhog's <laughs> Day. So, um, I think the other thing, it, it was a comedy, but I feel like it was almost more of like a black comedy. Um, there wasn't a ton of laughing out loud for me, but it was just. Some of this stuff was so absurd that I I giggled. It was uh, a nice change from what I'm used to with Andy Samberg. Mm -hmm. Uh, Because you usually get like, I think of always when I think of him, I think of Hot Rod or some slapstick. Yeah. So it's kind of cool to see him um, maturing as a comic in in that regard as a comedic actor. Um, Mm -hmm. Especially when you're so used to him from like the Lonely Island Boys. Um, Which this was one of their movies. Yeah. But you're so used to like their SNL sketches and stuff. So. Um, so I took a couple notes on our intro that, um, I thought we could talk about. Um, so you were right. The the sign on the cover was a goat. You said that you thought it was a goat. Uh, there is actually a goat in the movie by the name of Spud. And no, Spud is the crazy redneck and Spud's goat. It's Spud's goat. Okay. But the goat is actually a, a pretty big plot device at one point yeah so yeah at one point uh sarah decides to like buckle down so she it's revealed that she was every day she wakes up next to the groom yeah she cheated her sisters or helped her sister's husband fiance cheat yeah and so she just like that's wearing on her um and so she eventually like leaves and goes and learns well, she leaves day by day. She leaves because she confronts Roy. And as she's sitting on the sidewalk being arrested, um, Niles admits to the fact that before she got in the time loop, they'd had sex like a thousand times. And she felt betrayed because he never in all the times they had looped together. Well, and he, he tried to explain to her it doesn't matter. But, but he caught it, feelings for her and they were kind of having a fight. She was acting childish. Yeah. Because and which yeah. So it's I mean it's a it's a good scene to watch because you kind of also get the like nothing matters, but it's this but idea it of like it still matters. Yeah. Things have value because we assign them value. So if you've decided they have value, then they they have to. Yeah. And he makes a good point about like she cripples Roy with right. a car. And he's like, you you can't do that. And she's like, why? It's fine. It'll, the day will reset. It's not even going to like he's not dead. Right. And he's like, no, you hurt him. That matters. He still feels pain. Yeah. Even if the day resets, like you've still done damage. Yeah. Um, and I think that and especially since he's died so many times by Roy killing him, like yeah. <laughs> he might be a little sympathetic or a little. I think the thing that really impressed me with this whole movie is like this is a very deep like thing to talk about and try to articulate. And they didn't bash you over the head with it, but they did a really good job of being subtle about, hey, uh, yeah, this is an existential, like, what the fuck? But at the same time, they still gave um, weight to humanity and the things that happen in your life. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's definitely one of those ones where it's like, it's not going to proselytize to you. It's not going to try to like, right. This is what you need to feel. It's like, no, this is what these characters are feeling in this moment. And this is kind of the decision they've arrived at. She learns quantum physics. She tests the quantum physics theory by strapping C4 to the goat and dropping it in to the cave, to the cave. Now, this is also where this movie to me uh, was a little bit more mature than what I had anticipated with a slapstick movie. Because uh-huh. if you strap C4 to a goat to send it through a time loop to see if it's stuck in the time loop, what do you think nine, ti- nine movies out of 10 are going to do with that goat? 
I don't know. They're going to blow it up for comedic effect, right? Like you explode the goat. Like that'd be hilarious. But we didn't see it. But that doesn't happen. Like it actually like works. So this movie's trying to be a little bit more mature. Yeah. Then I like I would have exploded the goat. Like I'm not (laughs) not a good person about it. Like I'd be like fucking blow the goat up. (laughs) Um. So there were a couple things that you mentioned in the intro that got you really close to to the time loop. You mentioned that the um, pool highway had a vanishing point, which is very in line with the time loop because things vanish and start over. And then you also mentioned that it was an infinity pool, which technically they're in an infinity time loop. So I wanted to say, well done. You totally got very close to it. You know where we were both wrong though? Not set in the eighties. It wasn't. And I actually, I wrote a note that it didn't get set in the eighties and that did bum me out, but you were also right that they did not utilize cell phones. No. I mean, I think the biggest piece of technology we see is her using a laptop to learn quantum physics. Yeah. I mean, she uses some some, uh, all too familiar Zoom meetings. Uh, Yeah. Don't want to ever have to do one of those again. Uh, Yeah. The plane that's on the cover comes back where they just one time where they steal it and then they die. Because they're they're flying it and they don't know how to fly. Runs out of gas. And it's just like, bam. (laughs) So that was pretty funny. Yeah. Um, there were some, there's some really funny little throwaway lines that I like cause they don't initially lead to like a premise punchline pop where right. you're like, haha, that was funny. They, they're like, they caused you to take a second to laugh where you're like, one of my favorite ones is Andy Samberg's character. Niles is explaining the rules and he's like, Oh, it happens when you fall asleep. One day I smoked a bunch of uh, crystal and got as far as equatorial, uh, Guinea. Yes. And then they arrested me right on site. Uh, <laughs> I was acting a little weird. Fell right asleep. <laughs> and then like reset. I just kind of laughed at this idea of like that. That's not a should like a tech, like a true punchline, but it just somehow works. Then you so have to absurd. think about it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think that I, also one of the things that was really funny is towards the end when he's missed Sarah and he goes to find Roy for the first time in Irvine. Um <laughs> They, they, you find out Roy's got this beautiful house, two beautiful kids, a loving wife, and he's actually quite, he's satisfied where, with the day that he's been in. And, um, he finally realized after he got put in the ICU from Sarah, how much of a gift it was that he got to be there and be with them. And that's why he hadn't been going after Niles. But then, um, they have this great, like talk and there it's kind of a cathartic talk for niles and uh he roy's like um you're creeping my kids out you need to go now and uh niles looks at him and says could you maybe just kill me because the drive back is kind of boring (laughs) so he takes him and puts him in the recycling bin and shoots him in the heart with an arrow well there's a couple moments in there where i was laughing about um you got to wonder how many times like they have a big long montage of Sarah studying and getting better at quantum physics. Uh-huh. But how many times do you think she first started reading those boring ass textbooks and then just asleep. accidentally fell asleep? It was like, son of a bitch, page one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Or like if I knew me studying, it'd be like, I'm going to learn quantum physics. And then I watch one Khan Academy video <laughs> and then I'm like, I'm going to play a lot of Minecraft or <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, well, I'm going on Pornhub. Uh, <laughs> I earned this in public because yeah. what's it matter? Yeah, what's it matter? <laughs> they arrest me. They take me to jail. It doesn't. I laugh though. Like, what if that's the time the time loop stops? Well, that's the you're thing. Like, you get I'd busted always... for public masturbation. They're like, and then it just day goes normally. So you're always in prison. <laughs> you're like, son of a bitch. I think that's the thing that would terrify me about a time loop is like it, they talk, they show all these different things that they get away with and that they do. And they, they're, they do the bad things. They do the silly things. They do the weird things. And, um, my fear would always be like, Oh, what if this one time, what if this is the day I'm stuck with? And I think that they handled that well in the fact that they gave Sarah the power to control when the day ends. And so she was able to step up for her sister and be a good sister at the wedding. And I thought that that was a really cool thing for them to do. And also, yes, I agree. I think that was neat to have them have some agency in that. Yeah. Um, The other thing that's also neat is it didn't moralize why the time loop 
end. So in a lot of those movies, like even back to Christmas Carol, it's like the character has an epiphany right. and decides to reset. That doesn't really happen. Like both characters grow as a result of being stuck in the time loop, but yeah. it's not like the time loop has some guiding omniscience to it. That's like, oh, you've learned this lesson. Well, and they Move even forward. They even point that out at the uh, pretty much one of the beginning time loops for Sarah is she said, oh, it's because I'm not being selfless. It's because I'm a bad person. And in the middle of the wedding, she goes up and whispers something in her sister's ear. Oh, we 100 percent know it's her telling her sister that she her right. husband cheated. Yeah, exactly. And so she was thinking, oh, well, I'll be selfless. And then it didn't matter. She woke up in the time loop the next yep. day. And I, I agree. I thought that was really cool that it really what it came down to is her being smart and her learning science and getting them the fuck out of there. Yep. And you know what? That was badass, in my opinion. It was not too shabby. Yep. I uh, just I have also agree. I feel like there's no problem that can't be solved with a judicious application of explosions. <laughs> I mean, sure, Honestly, that's what you can take away like, from tell it. Me, COVID wouldn't be gone if we just blew everything up. Oh, Kevin, no. That's accurate. If there's no Earth, there's no virus. We're not doing that, people. He's just being. We can't. Like, obtuse. I haven't I haven't studied enough science. I <laughs> Honestly. You know how to make. Firecrackers um, scare me. <laughs> you know how to make one of those um, science volcanoes. And yeah. that's the most you can do. So <laughs> if you guys want to be flooded with some some foam. <laughs> What is it? Baking soda and white vinegar? Yeah. Yeah. It's mixing an acid in a base honey bun. (laughs) (laughs) You said it with a question mark at the end. Is it? (laughs) It's been a long time since I was in school, boo. (laughs) Oh, man, that's scary. Um, We're old. So the, we're not that old. Um, You are. I'm not. I have bright pink hair, damn it. Yeah, that's natural. (laughs) Anyway, sorry, what's your thought? Um, the other thing that we mentioned in the intro is that yeah, there was a Sundance logo on it. Mm-hmm. And this film actually was purchased um at the Sundance Film Festival for the highest price that it's that a movie's gone for. So it got sold for 17.5 million and 69 cents. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I thought you would find that funny. It beat the record by 69 cents. <laughs> Should have made it 420 because <laughs> this movie blazes. No, I thought. This... Or the 69 make the time loop. <laughs> <laughs> it's almost an infinity symbol. It's the infinity sign of sex. <laughs> so I thought you would find that little tidbit. So I'll get it tattooed on me. 69. It's like it's my infinity symbol. Turns into a feather at the end. Uh, yeah. So, any other thoughts about Palm Springs? Um, it was it was kind of cool to see uh, the desert. I mean, they did a really good job. Yes, yeah, so as we discovered, Palm Springs is nowhere near water. <laughs> it is in a desert. Um, I uh, I think the funny thing is that at one point, Sarah and um. Niles visit this house out in the middle of the desert and chill out in the pool. (laughs) And uh, she's like, well, where are the people that live here? And he's like, oh, they're on vacation. They'll come back someday, but not today. And so then they bust out of the time loop and you see him in the pool again. Of course, you're thinking, oh, well, you know, they might have been in. um, They might. It might not have worked. And so uh, then the family shows up. And he goes, well, guess they come back for vacation on November 10th. Yeah. So that means November 9th was Tala's wedding. <laughs> yeah, it says it on the sign. I know, but I wonder, does it say a year? What? Does it say what year that they got married? No. Because I was wondering, like, if you could look and be like, their wedding was probably on a Saturday. Oh, I did. Nobody cares it's that like, much to look like into it. It's like when people like went back and listened to that uh, It Was a Good Day song by Ice uh, Cube. And decided what exact day Ice Cube had a very good day. I. Okay. That's. Why do you not know more rap trivia, honey? Honestly, I demand so little in this relationship. <laughs> I just, I expect you to always laugh at my jokes. 
and to know some real deep cuts and rap trivia. Yeah, well, you're never going to get that. So I don't know what to tell you, boo. I mean, like also Eminem took that name because he doesn't like M&M's. He likes Skittles and he wanted to like fuel his rage. Oh, that's not true. But <laughs> you should know it because you learned some hip hop trivia. Good gosh. <laughs> you haven't bettered yourself during quarantine. <laughs> no, I have not. Uh, so one of the things that people might be left lingering with was the question that I asked. What about Rory? Roy. Roy. Why did I say Rory? I don't know, maybe you're thinking Gilmore Girls. I don't know. Maybe. Uh, what what happened to Roy? And this is the only point that during this time loop movie where I feel like we don't see eye to eye. That's because you're wrong. Roy gets out of the time loop because he goes, he's back a day. They get blown forward. Because she even says, like, we I don't know where when I blow this C4 up in this time loop. I don't know where it's going to throw us. It could throw us into like a rock slide and we die. It could throw us 200 years in the future. Turns out it just throws them to November 10th. But Roy is outside the time or is outside of that like cave. But for him, he's meeting or Niles is meeting him for the first time. So he's just living out that day and it'll keep like November 9th, the day of the wedding will go to November 10th for Roy. But do we know that? Or he now knows the plan works and he'll go and blow himself up and throw himself out of the time loop. Okay. See, I think that he's still stuck in the time loop. But he's happy. Yeah, I guess he that's orders true. a lot of alcohol and is like, yeah, that's some theory. Yay. He and did get really happy. Yeah. So, okay. Well, I like that everybody ended or up happy. Now that. Sarah and Niles are gone. He can rule as a cruel god <laughs> for one day. <laughs> yeah. So, Kevin, we kind of had a little bit of a chat, you and I, after watching this movie. Fudge sticks. <laughs> you know Bumped that wall's elbow. been there. <laughs> Who would put a wall in this room? That is inconvenient. <laughs> we should really open up the floor plan in here <laughs> to the front yard. Yeah. <laughs> um, you and I talked a little bit about. You know, what would we do if we were in this kind of time loop? Uh-huh. And uh, you said, well, it's not that bad of a time loop to be in. You're at a pretty wedding. Yeah. No, you're not stuck in, like, Pennsylvania or on a shipwreck or derelict ship or... Yeah. What was the other time loop one we watched? Oh, you're not stuck at the whitest dinner party, you know. But this <laughs> wedding is pretty white. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, like, you're at a place where there's free booze. It's sunny. It's warm. There's a swimming pool. Have easy access to go where you want within a certain drive. Like you can go anywhere you want before you fall asleep. Yeah. So you, of course, were like, we'd pop up to Vegas and spend all the dollars we have. Yeah. (laughs) Like just withdraw as much money as you can from an ATM, hit Vegas, max out them credit cards. (laughs) Like it's not a terrible plan. It's not a terrible way to spend your time. How long would you want to spend in a time loop? You know, I have a lot of books that I don't want to read that I probably would finally get around to. So I don't know. At least uh, like 100 years. I don't know. Man, I didn't have to think about this. <laughs> I mean, you literally wouldn't age. Yeah, you no, would, you wouldn't. You would have an infinite time to learn whatever you wanted. Mm-hmm. And then you could just pop back in based on your sciencey stuff like it, Sarah did. <laughs> what would suck, though, is if like you're reading a book and you forgot what page you're on. <laughs> and you're like, no, because like you can't finish the book in the entire day. Yeah. You know, or I worry about like how does it trigger? Does do you have to be asleep for two minutes before it triggers? Or is it just like when you have one of those little micro naps? Oh. I never micro nap. When I nap, I nap. Well, here's my other thing that I'm I'm interested about in the movie. So there was a scene where Sarah is mad at Niles. Because when he, she's revealed that or he's revealed that they've had sex before um, mm-hmm. and that, you know, he just didn't want to, he wanted to keep it secret because he started to have feelings for it. Now that she's in the time loop, she has more personness, which I think is kind of accurate. Like, yeah, it's the difference between an NPC character in a video game versus one that, you know, is another person's effort. In time. <sighs> okay. Anyways, it's called an analogy, Brie. You know, we do this podcast so other people listen, not just you. I 
I'm sure somebody else knows what yeah. you're talking about. Yeah, but no, and that's fine. Like, <laughs> you watched the movie. Other people might not. Um, <laughs> damn. What are you going to do for the people that don't know anything about video games? You have... You, Okay, people that don't know anything about video games and are, are watching this and don't know anything about the movie, fucking what do you do with your time? You're not listening to a movie <laughs> podcast for a movie you're never going to watch and you've never played a video game. Like, you're reading Shakespeare or some other bullshit. I think this will be interesting for my sister to listen to because she's actually watched the movie before listening to the podcast, and she doesn't usually get to do that. Yeah, true. Can I get back to my point? Yeah, sorry. God damn, woman. <laughs> tangent <laughs> uh, just probably some bullshit time travel movie as well <laughs> um so she steps in front of the car and gets hit and her day reset but niles is keeps going oh did it because they make the point like if you fall asleep so it's not like it automatically resets for whoever falls asleep first oh so Niles' day keeps going. She's just dead in it. And it go keeps going until he falls asleep or he dies. Interesting. Which I thought was kind of interesting. The, you know the other thing that was interesting? And I don't know if you caught this or felt this way about it. But her grandma, on the last day when she gives the great speech, her grandma comes over and says something like, that's the best speech I've ever heard. We'll see you soon. Or something like that. Kind of implying that she's also in the time loop. Did you catch that? No, I don't think that was that was because she said the same thing to Niles, too. Right. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. No, I don't think it was supposed to be that they were in the time. Now, if this movie would have been evil in a horror movie, they would have revealed that Niles <laughs> is like just slowly been adding people into the time loop. If this was like <laughs> and they're all faking it like Triangle Palm Springs. <laughs> um, there was also a lot of drinking in this movie. And so. Well, again, like you don't have to worry about a hangover. Oh, I guess that's a good point. Yeah. I feel like this movie, like being in a time loop like this would make me sleepy. Well, that would be problematic for your time loop. I know, because how would you ever feel well rested? Because you wake up, the you're back to the day that you went to sleep. So if you went that day, you woke up feeling well rested. I guess you would always true. wake up feeling well rested. Problem is, what if you were one of those people that slept till like noon 30 that day or like yeah. four and you've only got two hours of day to mess around with? <laughs> that would be me. They're not waking up earlier. <laughs> that would. You'd be like, this is bullshit, Kevin. You've got like 10 more days or 10 more hours than me. <laughs> I'm going to learn physics so much faster than you because you sleep in. Um. Okay, Kevin, how would you what would you do for the cover of this? Uh, I think for the cover of this, <laughs> I think I would have, um, I would have put the goat in some C4. Uh, I would have had that scene on the cover. Interesting. No, I don't know what I would have done for the cover on this. It almost, uh. Is, as nondescript as the cover was when we were trying to talk about it, it also covered everything I feel like it should have now that we've seen the movie. Yeah, I think the only thing you could have, I mean, you could have added a little bit more foreshadowing for some of the stuff that's in it. Yeah. Um, But, you know, I, again, I, I don't, like I said, I was frustrated when YouTube spoils that it's a, a time loop movie. And I'm like, <laughs> and it's not like the movie hides it. It's in the first like five minutes. Right. It's not that big of a deal, but you're like, you know, it's kind of nice to have that be a little bit fresh. So I kind of like the cover um, as is. I think maybe instead of, doing the the highway because that's not really that huge of a plot point they are or like a huge... i mean they are on the highway several yeah. times um i guess i would have i would have liked just an aerial view of um him in the pool okay uh or him and her in the pool um having them in opposite directions so it makes oh. like the the almost like a, a circle gotcha or an, you know our infinity sign yeah. type thing. I think I would have liked that. Okay. I think I would have actually liked them on the pizza floaties. Yeah. Because there were pizza floaties in the movie. There were pizza floaties. Uh, really, <laughs> this movie had some great product placement for floaties. <laughs> there was a donut one. There was a pizza one. It made me wish we had a pool. 
It did. <laughs> uh, we know there's one if we go there on November 9th. Yeah. They might not be there. <laughs> All right, Bree, any other final thoughts about Palm Springs? I say watch it. I, it's worth checking out. Uh, I don't, I didn't quite check the, remember the runtime, oh. but I didn't ever feel like a drug or anything. No, I mean, it was a slower cadence than I thought it was going to be, but I felt like it was a very thoughtful, um, well laid out plot. Uh, if you wanted to watch it because you liked Andy Samberg and Hot Rod, I would say you're going to be really disappointed. Okay. This has a couple of those slapstick moments, but it's definitely not Hot Rod. Um, where it's just throwing jokes at the wall. It's more serious. Y- yeah. Once I, again, like almost uh, black comedy. Yeah. And you're not a huge fan of Groundhog's Day, but if you like Groundhog's Day, you're probably going to like this. Um, so it's just right. kind of weird where maybe you just really hate Bill Murray. I don't hate Bill Murray. Mm, do you, though? What's your feeling on Garfield? The cartoon? See, you don't even know the man's body of work. <laughs> I guess I liked him in Zombie Land. He gets killed. <laughs> That's like saying I like the movie I where, liked where him Sean Bean dies. You liked Ghostbusters, one of the best action comedy movies ever. <laughs> you liked that one, one of the defining movies of my existence. I know you love Ghostbusters. I do. You <laughs> liked it. Okay. You hate Bill Murray and. I hope oh, this time speaking of Bill Murray reminds me of Bill Hader, who I'm not a huge fan of. You're uh, a hater hater. We know this. However, uh, we talked in the intro about that SNL skit that you love where they're all shooting each other mm-hmm. and you couldn't remember who the celebrity was. And I watched it and it was Shia LaBeouf. I was correct. Shia LaBeouf. Yeah. He's an actual candle right here. <laughs> if you have not. We are making a lot of reference to audience members. Yeah. <laughs> If you have not, you should go check out the SNL Andy Samberg shooting sketch. It, it's called Dear Sister. Okay, and then uh, you should the also incident. you should also check out uh, actual Cannibal Shia LaBeouf YouTube video. It's pretty funny. That's Shia LaBeouf the musical, but I can't remember. I, but they, anyways, they'll get there. <laughs> figure it out. Like we're not having to be the dictators of what you look at on the internet. <laughs> All right. But do go watch this movie if you have Hulu. Yeah. <laughs> then you undercut. You undercut with a, a command. And listen to us. You can find us anywhere podcasts are at. Yep. Where else can they find us, Bree, if they want to keep up with our on shenanigans? Twitter and Instagram. Uh, on By It's Cover Pod. And then we also have a Facebook By It's Cover Podcast. And then uh, August 6th. Uh, at 7 p.m. Pacific time. 2020. We are hosting another Some Questionable Content, which is a comedy debate show. And uh, we get some laughter there. <laughs> Good sell. Uh, <laughs> I, I lost my train of thought. We bring up four comedians. We have them debate some very serious ideas. And uh, we let you, the audience, help us pick the winners. Yep. So check that out. Kevin, where can we find you? Uh, you can find me uh, at all the places Bree just said. You can also find me on Twitter and Instagram at Kevin underscore egg, C-A-V-I-N underscore E-G-G, or on Facebook at Kevin Eggston. All right. Thanks for listening. All right. Thank you, folks.